Thanks for listening in to the Calvary Podcast, coming to you from Miami, Florida. We're so glad you've joined us. We hope today's message will encourage you and remind you that God is with you and He's for you. Here's today's message. The word that God has put in our heart for 2021 is dream again. It's the series that we're starting the year off with. Uh, Vision Sunday is going to be all about dreaming again. I want you to get that in your spirit. I want you to think about that, what it means to you. We know what it means to us, but I think it's going to fall on every heart different. If you have a notebook or a journal, if you have something you can write on, maybe it's your iPhone, whatever, write the words dream again. We really believe, me and Dana feel that that's a God word. As soon as uh, somebody shared it with me last year, it fell in my heart and I said, that's it. That's it. That's the word for Calvary for 2021. That's the word for my life for 2021. Dream again. Dream again. Dream again. Tell somebody next to you, dream again. Dream again. Come on, look at somebody. Whether you're in your living room, your bathroom, your kitchen, come on, tell somebody, dream again. And I don't know how you came out of 2021. But I know that in 20, I mean, out of 2020, but in 2021, he wants us to dream again. And I'm believing that. So that's the word for our church. We're going to be talking about this probably for the next six, seven weeks. Uh, uh, some couple things in between, but uh, Vision Sunday is in the month of February, and we'll talk about it a little bit more. But we're going to kick off with it today. Dream again. Grab your Bibles. Grab your Bibles and go to the book of Acts chapter 2. I want to welcome all of our Facebook friends and YouTube friends, all of our friends and family around the world as we kick off this brand new series, Dream Again. Go to the book of Acts. Go to Acts chapter 2. Go to Acts chapter 2. As you're going there, why don't you look at the person next to you, smile at them even though you have a mask, and tell them you look good today. Come on. Tell somebody next to you they look good. Tell somebody at home that they look good. We're glad that you're logged on and chatting with us and leaving comments. Come on, tell the person on the other side, your mask is better than the other person's mask. Some of you got some really creative masks. I've seen some shiny ones. I've seen some branded ones. There's some expensive masks going around. Acts chapter 2. Acts chapter 2. Acts chapter 2. We kind of finished off 2020 talking a little bit about the theme of uh, Acts chapter 2. In fact, later on this year, we're going to go through a series on the book of Acts, which I'm really, really excited about. We're going to cover some books of the Bible as a church in 2021, and one of them is the book of Acts. But we, we, we ended off talking about the Holy Spirit a little bit, and, and it's how I want to begin the year. It's how we ended the year, and it's how I want to begin the year, because we need more of the Holy Spirit in our life. I need more of the Holy Spirit. You need more of the Holy Spirit. Our church needs more of the Holy Spirit. This world needs more of the Holy Spirit. We just don't need another cute church service. We just don't need some nice lights. We just don't need some nice fog and Andrew looking good on the keyboard. That's great. I love that. I'm all for that. But we need an experience with the Holy Spirit. We need to be full of the Holy Spirit. So come on, we need it. And so we're going to pray today. And before I begin, I really want to share this. I sense in my heart God's going to do something special in this place. I sensed it at 9 a.m. I sense it here today. If you came in broken, if you came in sick, if you came in in bondage, if you came in addicted, if you came in struggling, I want to tell you there's freedom in the house today. There's healing in the house today. There's deliverance in the house today. Come on. We're starting 2021 focused and ready to dream again. Acts chapter 2, go down to verse 14. If you don't know what's happening in Acts chapter 2, the Holy Spirit has just fallen for the first time on all the disciples. Jesus told them that this would happen. He said, I want you to go up on a room and wait for the helper that I'm going to send you. The helper is the Holy Spirit. 
Acts chapter 2, they're all in the upper room. The Holy Spirit falls and they burst out in praise and worship. And they're all speaking in tongues, prophesying, giving God praise. Imagine over a hundred people in the room, all just out loud worshiping. It's a beautiful scene. Well, the community thinks they're all drunk. It's nine in the morning and, and everybody around the city is like, what's going on up there? And so they all come out. So Peter begins to address the crowd. That's where we're picking it up. Cool? Okay, Acts chapter 2, go down to verse 14. It says, Then Peter, he stood up with the eleven. He raised his voice and he addressed the crowd. Fellow Jews and all of you who live in Jerusalem, let, let me explain this to you, says Peter. Listen carefully to what I say. Same way Peter said that to them, I think the Holy Spirit is saying it to us. Listen carefully to what I say. These people are not drunk, as you suppose. No, they haven't been drinking. No, they're not drunk. They got a different wine. Everybody know what I'm talking about. They're not, they're not drunk off alcohol. It's only 9 in the morning. They can't be drunk. It's only 9 in the morning. Some of you are like, I know people that get drunk at 9 in the morning. No, no. this is what was spoken by, by the prophet Joel. And he's going to quote an old prophecy from the Old Testament. Follow along with me. He's going to quote something from hundreds of years before. And this was the prophecy in verse 17. In the last days, somebody say last days. God says, I will pour out my spirit on all people. Your sons and daughters, they'll prophesy. Your young men will see visions. And your old men will dream dreams. I want you to know Acts chapter 2, verses 17. Verse 17 is, is the word for Calvary for 2021. In the last days, God says, I'll pour out my spirit on all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your young men will see visions. Your old men will dream dreams. 2021, we're dreaming again. Out of those verses, I want to share a message with you that's on my heart today that I've titled, Born for This. Born for this. Born for this. Write that down on a journal, on a notebook, on an iPad, on an iPhone. Grab your neighbor's notebook if he's not writing and write it on theirs. Born for this. Amen? Amen. Come on, let's pray. I'm going to talk for maybe about 20, 25 minutes. And then we're all going to worship together. And I, feel, I really feel that at the end, God wants to do something in this place. And he wants to heal some people. And, um, I really, I'm believing and praying for breakthrough in this place in a major way. And I feel like God's going to answer some prayers. So let's pray. Father, we thank you so much. Thank you for everybody here locally and all of our family globally watching around the world. Thank you, Jesus, for this day. This is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Have your way in our life today. Thank you, God, for each and every single person serving on Dream Team. Thank you for each and every person part of our online team encouraging and praying for everybody. Thank you for this brand new year, God. We declare that this is the year that God has given us. And God, we declare your favor and your grace over our life. We will dream again and believe again. We thank you and we love you. It is in Jesus' name. All of God's people say. Amen. Oh, come on. All of God's people say. Amen. One more time. Can you make some noise for Jesus? Come on. Give Give us some praise. Uh, 2020 was a little bit of a crazy year, would you admit? <laughs> Just a little bit. 2020 was crazy. Has a life ever felt like an uphill climb to you? where you're just tired at the end. You ever felt that way? I feel like this is how a lot of us finish 2020. Like, are we ever going to finish 
the year. You, ever, you felt that way? Like, like 2020 felt like it was three years in one, right? It just took forever. Life sometimes can feel like an uphill climb. Me and Dana took a few days of vacation to finish the year and start the year. We went to Colombia. Any Colombians in the house? This church is full of Colombians, by the way. They've taken over Miami. Um, but, but we went to Colombia. We had a great time. That's where my wife is from. She's from Colombian. I know I'm blessed and favored. Uh, but, but we went to Colombia, took a few days off. Where, where we were staying at this area, we went to Medellin, which is an absolutely gorgeous city. Where we were staying at was full of hills. It was full of hills. It's full of slopes. I'm talking about not, not the one that we see at Tropical Park type hill. No, no. Like these are massive mountain hills. And um, toward the end of last year, I, I'm going to admit, I stopped working out. Um, the month of December, I almost took it off. At the beginning of November, I got COVID and I just kind of like let go of working out. I was tired easily. And so, so I got a little sluggish. And then on top of that, we went to Colombia. And how many know Colombian food is the best food on the planet? I'm just going to say it. I'm just going to say it. it's the best, right? You give me an empanada and some almohadas and I'm just good. I'm good to go, right? It's just amazing. So, so a couple days there, I was like, ah, I'm feeling waste. Like I need to work out. I need to sweat. I need to do something. So I told Dana, hey, I'm going to go running in the morning, jogging, whatever. I need to sweat. I need to do something. I can't let myself go like this. It's been already a few weeks. So I get up and, and I start jogging. Now, this is not jogging in flat Miami. This is jogging in like full of hills, Medellin. So, so as soon as I start, I'm gassed out. Like I'm talking about, that, I'm, I'm sorry, but there's a massive difference between the Stairmaster at the gym and really going uphill in real life. Like this thing at the gym is fake. It does not work you out. You try running on a treadmill for 10 minutes, okay. You try running in the streets for 10 minutes, you're like, whoa, what happened? Like I, I thought I was good. So I start going up this hill and I promise you 30 seconds in, I'm like, woo. Whoa, whoa, I don't know if it's the altitude, I got a headache, I'm like, what is going on? I'm gassed out, I'm panting, I'm tired, I look and I still have this mat, I'm like, I'm calling a taxi, an Uber, something, I'm not finishing this, like this is hard, and, and life sometimes can feel this way, and I was like, whoa, I'm out of shape. And it got me thinking, sometimes our faith can be out of shape. We go through valleys and hills, temptations, hard times, and our faith can begin to get choked out. Our faith can begin to diminish, and all of a sudden, we're like, whoa, what happened to our faith? My faith is out of shape. It's not as strong as I thought it was. It's not where, where it once was. I'm gassed out because life feels like an uphill climb. You've been there before? The stresses of life, the pressures of situations and circumstances, whether it's our health, whether it's our finances, whether it's our marriages, whether it's relationships, they can begin to choke out our faith. And all of a sudden, we're not on fire like we used to be. We're not fired up for God. We're not believing God the way we used to be. And, and when our faith is low, it makes our life small. Because we don't step out in faith. We don't, we don't share the gospel with nobody. We don't believe that God can use us anymore. And, and it starts making our lives smaller and smaller and smaller. And I really believe that this is not what Jesus came to give us. John 10.10 10 says he came to give you life and life to the fullest. Life in abundance. And some of us are not experiencing that because our faith has been choked out. I'm tired, I'm tired, I'm gassed out, and church is routine, and, and our service is mundane, and, and, and we just are not the same as we used to be. 
I've been there. I've been there. I've walked through those days where a relationship with God is not the way it used to be at a certain point in my life. And church service just feels like another event. Like, there, here we go, another three songs and another cute message, and that's it. But where is my heart with God? Anybody with me? Life has choked it out. Temptations, addictions, and hard times has begun to gas out my faith. But I really believe that God wants to do something different as we start out 2021. That he doesn't want you crawling to the finish line of 2021. That he doesn't want you gassed out, that he doesn't want you low on energy, low on faith, low on believing. He wants the church of God to be full of his spirit, full of his strength, full of his power, and in spite of what may be coming at us on the outside. Come on, you can be full on the inside. Anybody believe that? Come on. The problem is you can't live a big life when you have a low faith. You can't step out in faith. You can't step out and dare to believe God for big things when your faith is low. And so God wants to do extraordinary things through our ordinary life. But because our gauges are low, we're running out of gas. We can't step out and live this big life. I'm here to tell somebody he wants you to live a big life. Come on, the enemy came to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But he came so that we may have life and life to the fullest. Stepping out in faith, believing God for big things in 2021. What has robbed? your faith what took your faith what took your vision what did you allow to come into your life to choke out the word of God over your life 2020 was heavy 2020 was difficult some of us experienced loss some of us experienced real pain some of us lost family members I did Diana did some of you did some of you lost jobs and income and it was difficult and it was tragic and it was hard and we barely made it out of 2020. We were gassed out, panting, saying, God, where are you? But as 2021 begins, I want to be full of the Spirit of God regardless of my situations and circumstances. I want to hold on to God with all that I got, knowing that even if I let go, he's holding on to me. He is filling me. He is holding me. He will never let me go. I want to tell somebody today, your 2021 can be different because you can be different. 2021 can be better because you can be better. I'm here to tell somebody and prophesy over somebody's life that 2021 will overcome. 2021 will have victory 2021 will dream again believe again full of God's spirit for my life and your life I dare to believe I'm coming out in victory I'm coming out in healing I'm coming out free in the name of Jesus going forward knowing that he's with me can I get an amen come on I won't let the devil lie to me I won't let the devil leave me depressed and discouraged the devil is a liar 2021 here we go you got any dreams, any vision? No, 2020 was so hard. I'm already looking forward to 2022. Come on, some people are already saying that. Like, nah, I'm starting this year full of faith. It's the year of favor with God. It's the year of dreaming again. It's the year of vision again. So I want to tell somebody today that a life full of the Spirit is never empty of dreams. If you haven't been dreaming, if you haven't been having visions, today I want to tell you a life full of the Spirit 
is never empty of dreams. If you've been empty of dreams, you walked in here today broken, you walked in here hopeless, you walked in here with fears and doubts, insecurities, if you walked in here with anxiety and stress, if you've been watching and you're dealing with addictions and struggles and bondage, I want to tell you today, get full of the Spirit of God. I'm not talking about full of a church, I'm not talking about full of a sermon, I'm talking about full of the Spirit of God. When you're full of the Spirit of God... You will never be empty of dreams. And he wants you to dream again for your family, for your marriage, for your relationships, for 2021. Begin to dream again. Can I get an amen? Amen. I love Acts chapter 2. Acts chapter 2 is a beautiful, beautiful picture. I told you we're going to study this book later on in this year. But Acts chapter 2, we see something amazing happen. The disciples are in an upper room. It's about 100, 120 of them. They're up there. They're praying. They're worshiping. But, but remember, some of them are still anxious and worried because Jesus has just ascended. He said, wait for my help. They're wondering, will we be crucified next? Will they come after us next? But they begin to pray. And they begin to worship And they begin to praise. And the Bible says that the Holy Spirit falls on them. And when the Holy Spirit falls on them, they out loud begin to worship God. I mean, they they make so much noise that people start coming out. Some of us are embarrassed of worshiping God that way. Like, people are going to think I'm crazy. They they didn't care. They're just like, my God, I love you. My God, I worship you. And they began to lift up their voice like... Like, have you ever, you ever been at a restaurant, you got to pray for your food, and you're like, let's just pray, Father, Jesus, bless it, amen. And you're already eating while you're praying, because everybody, it feels like everybody's looking, like, why don't we go back to that old type faith, where it's like, yeah, I pray for my food, yeah, I pray for my kids, yeah, I pray for my family, I'll, I'll lay hands on you too at the cash register, like, you know what I'm saying, like, let's be a church that believes, and let's be a church that's not afraid of showing our faith, and they're loud in the upper room, they start worshiping, and they start praising in spite of the anxiety, worry, and stress that they might have been feeling. Because you can either worry or you can worship. 2021, I'm decided I'm going to worship rather than worry. You can either praise or you can focus on your problems. When you are full of the Holy Spirit, you choose to praise over talking about your problems. When you are full of the Holy Spirit, you choose to worship rather than worry. And so 2021, if you've entered it with worry, stress, temptations, addictions, bondage, get full of God's Spirit so you can praise and worship, not worry and stress. And they're full of God's Spirit and they begin to just burst out in praise and worship. Like they, 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 they begin to sing songs and melodies and, and all of a sudden tongues comes out of there, prophecy comes out, the whole city comes out and they're like, they're, they're partying at nine in the morning. These people, are they Cuban? What are they doing? Like these people are loud. These people, anybody have neighbors that party early in the morning? Anybody know what I'm talking about? Are you that neighbor that parties at nine in the morning they call the cops on you? Like, we've, we've had neighbors like that where it's like, really? Like this early? They're just partying? But we've done it too, so... Uh, so the whole city begins to come out and they're like, whoa, what, what's going on up there? These people have been drinking all night. Look at them. They're drunk at nine in the morning. They're making all this noise. And so Peter has to stand up and address the crowd. And he stands up and he says, hey, these people are not drunk as you suppose. It's only nine in the morning. Don't think that all of us up here have been drinking. We're not drunk. We actually have a new wine that just fell over us. See, when you're full of God's spirit and God's wine, you don't need the wine of this world. Come on, when you're influenced under the power of God, you don't need the alcohol in this world. He fills you. He fills you. Peter says, what you're seeing 
is what the prophet Joel spoke about. Now, now listen, when, when he says this, remember he's talking, the people in those times, they were very, very acquainted with scripture, the Old Testament. They knew it. Like they knew, a lot of them knew it off of memory. When you were a child growing up in ancient times, you had to memorize scripture, right? So they knew it. So as soon as he says, this is what the prophet Joel spoke about, automatically they know what he's talking about. What does Peter talk about and what does he quote? He quotes Joel chapter 2. Joel chapter 2 is what Peter quotes. Look what Joel chapter 2 said. Joel was a prophet living in the Old Testament. And the people of God were going through a very difficult time. They were about to literally be destroyed, their hometown be destroyed, Jerusalem, and they were about to go into exile. And Joel says this, and afterwards, after the exile, after you are taken to a foreign land, listen, I will pour out my spirit on all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your old men will dream dreams. Your young men will see visions. Joel says, I know we're about to go through a very difficult moment, but soon the spirit of God is going to fall on everybody. When it says, your sons and daughters will prophesy, your old men will dream dreams, your young men will see visions. Literally what that means is everybody is going to be full of the Spirit. Everybody's going to have visions, prophecy, and dreams. Literally, that's what that means. In the Old Testament, if you go back and read it, the Holy Spirit would only fall on some people. Right? So for example, King Saul one time, who was the first king of Israel, there's a time when the Holy Spirit falls on him and he begins to prophesy. And it's a moment in the Old Testament where like, whoa, the third person of the Trinity, the Holy Spirit falls on Saul, anoints him, and he begins to prophesy. Another time when they anoint King David, for example, they say the Holy Spirit rushed upon. There's different occasions in the Old Testament where you see that the Holy Spirit fell. Joel says, we're going through a difficult time, but there's going to come a time where the Holy Spirit is going to fall on every single one of us. Because right now it's difficult, right now it's hard, but there's a promise and a prophecy that God is going to fill us all. Are you following with me? Right? They had lost their hopes. They had lost their dreams. They had lost any kind of victory in their mindset because they were about to be uh, evicted basically out of Jerusalem. They were going to be kicked out into Babylon. In fact, if you want to get a picture of how depressed and discouraged they were, look what Psalm 137 says. Look at Psalm 137. This is, this is their talk. This is what the people of God are saying. Maybe it sounds like you today. I know it sounds like me at times, right? This is what they're writing. They're saying, by the rivers of Babylon, we sat and wept when we remembered Zion. Oh, we thought about our city where we got kicked out of and our city got destroyed. So we're here by the rivers of this foreign land. We are weeping. And crying. You ever been there? Some of you walked into this auditorium and some of you logged on. And on the outside, it looks like you're smiling. On the outside, it looks like everything's fine. But on the inside, you're weeping and you're crying. Because life has been unfair. Because 2020 was so difficult. Because you've lost. Lost in all areas. And so by the rivers of Babylon, we sit and weep when we remember Zion. There on the poplars, we hang our harps. Literally, another translation says, there on the willows, we you ever heard of weeping willows? The willows represented discouragement and depression. They're, they're, basically, they're basically saying, we, don't even, we can't even play instruments anymore. We're so discouraged, there's not even a praise on our lips. The dreams have gone. The faith has been choked out. They've been going up, up a hill, spiritually, and their faith is gone. For there our captors asked us for songs, our tormentors demanded songs of joy. They said, sing us one of the songs of Zion, and they can't sing. 
and they're discouraged and they're hanging their harps because life is hard and all hopes and dreams aspirations calling anointing it's gone because life has been hard and I don't know if you've been there but I've been there I've been down and out sometimes I I try to believe God for more but sometimes life will get in the way in fact next week part two of this series we're going to talk about past things that come to choke out our dreams I want to share a message next week called dreams and nightmares and how did the people of God get their dreams back maybe today you you're walking through this season where you're, there's no faith like you believe God but the, the last time we picked up a Bible was last Sunday and that's even if we open it up because now it's on our iPhone and while we're opening it up we get a thousand notifications so it's like do we even read scripture the last time we prayed was before Thanksgiving dinner when, when are we really going after God and seeking God saying God I need you I want you fill me with your Holy Spirit dreams are gone faith choked out because of life circumstances and situations I really believe that our dreams are choked out and our dreams are gone when three things happen in our life number one write this down number one when we're in a strange land we stop dreaming maybe today you're in a strange land what do I mean by this like the people of God they were in a foreign land away from their homeland they're looking around they're like I don't recognize this maybe you're in an area of your life that you don't recognize you're like by now for sure I thought I'd be married by now for sure I thought my finances would be different by now I thought for sure I'd find the person that was meant for me by now I thought I'd be work, walking in my calling and my anointing by now I thought I'd start this organization or this career or this business by now I thought my kids would be back I'm walking in a strange land strange territory have you ever been there because we have our will but God has his will and when we're not walking in our will we start to blame God for that but God's like, I, I'm sovereign, I'm in control. And so maybe today you're walking in unknown territory and you've allowed it to choke out your faith. Number two, suffering seasons come to take away our dreams. This doesn't, this doesn't fit in really with Western Christianity because the word suffering, we don't like to hear it. Like American Christianity, Western Christianity, Western Hemisphere, we like comfort seasons. We like wealth and health seasons, but that's not the gospel. That's not the gospel. You want to go over to China and talk to churches that are meeting right now in basements because if they get found, they'll be killed. That's suffering for the gospel, but yet they're full of joy on the inside. Yet they, yet they love God, yet they're full of the Holy Spirit. And so, so when we have this other type of Christianity being preached across America or the Western Hemisphere, when we go through suffering seasons, we're like, oh, wait, this is not God. No, it is God. And it's through suffering most times that he matures us. We had a suffering savior. And so we must be suffering believers. But it doesn't fit with our theology. And so we give up on our dreams because life is hard. Yeah, life is hard. But God is with us. And so strange land, suffering seasons, and number three, silent moments. You ever felt like God hasn't answered your prayers? Whew, I've been there a million times. You're a bit... He hasn't answered a prayer. You ever been there that you start answering your own prayers? <laughs> God, I'm going to take this as a yes because you ain't answered. I'm just going to say yes. Yes, Lord. Amen. Thank you. Like, you're just taking too long, God. All right? 
The, the people of God were in captivity for 70 years. 70 years, literally, some of them died in strange lands. Some of us can't even wait 70 seconds for an answer. Right? And so when God is silent, oh, he must not love me. He forgot me. He abandoned me. And so you stop having visions, dreams, and prophesying. Because it's a silent moment. It's a strange land. And it's a suffering season. 2021, we're going to start again. We're going to dream again. I'm praying that the Holy Spirit fills you. I'm praying that the Holy Spirit renews you once again. Your passion, your calling, that he ignites something on the inside of you where you start to prophesy, where you start to dream, where you start to have vision. Come on, we're praying for a Holy Ghost church. I'm praying for a church that's not just inspired, but a church that's edified. Because inspiration and edification are two different things. And I think a lot of us have gotten inspiration for way too long. You've been at every conference. You've heard a million preachings. You've sat through a thousand worship concerts. You've been inspired for a long time. But after a while, you need to get edified on the inside, not just inspired on the outside. I'm praying for a church that's strong on the inside. That's why the Apostle Paul says, pray in the Holy Ghost so that your inner man may be edified. I can inspire you all you want. A coach gathers a team and says, come on, today we're going out there for a win. Come on, today we're going to win this game. We're going to take out the Lakers in the finals. And you get all inspired and you're like, I'm going to go out there. But if you're not ready for the game, you're going to miss all the shots. You were inspired, but you weren't edified. I'm praying for a church that knows scripture. I'm praying for a church that knows the Holy Spirit. So that when you leave out of here, you're not just inspired, you're edified. Come on, we're ready for game time. Anybody know what I'm talking about? And so if your inside is convicted, then outside circumstances won't move you, right? And that's what I'm praying for. 2021, we're going to dream again, believe again, have vision again, be full of God's spirit again. Don't let outside circumstances change your in internal convictions. So today, let's make a decision. I'm full of the spirit of God. I'm going to ask him to fill me once again. God, I've been choked out on my faith. I've been gassed out. I've been panting, trying to go through finish lines. And my relationship is not where it used to. Another word I felt as I was going over the message yesterday was some of us have left our first love. Jesus is talking to the church in the book of Revelation. And he says, you're doing everything right, but you got this one thing wrong. You've left your first love. Some of us, when we first met Jesus three years ago, five years ago, seven years ago, 15 years ago, 20 years ago, we were so in love with God. We carried our Bible everywhere. We listened to worship everywhere. We were on fire. We were believing. I shared with the staff some of the dreams I had when I was 19, 20. I was like, I'm going to fill Marlins Park and preach the gospel. And all of a sudden, life gets in the way and you stop having dreams. Life gets in the way and you start thinking, ah, it's just me being like a child but Jesus says you must be like a child to enter the kingdom of God and we let we let adult rational thinking get in the way of supernatural dreams I'm crazy Philip of Marlins Park to preach the gospel <laughs> who was that at 19 I was like a child and that's what God wants childlike faith finish with these three things as we start this series today I just want you to keep these three things in mind number one I want you to recognize and realize time time somebody say time 
Write that down. Write that down on a journal, on an iPhone, somewhere. Time. Let me talk to you about time for just 30 seconds if I could. Time. The time is now. We are. Li- Peter stands up and he says, in the last days, Joel says afterwards, meaning there's going to be a time. Peter stands up and says, the time is now. I'm here to tell the church, the time is now. The time is now. The time is now. In the last day, we are living in the last days right like the world is getting worse culture is pushing certain agendas and is trying to squeeze the church out but Jesus says on this rock I will build the church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it so we're gonna be all right we're gonna be all right it doesn't matter who tries to cancel us silence us it doesn't matter who tries to close us we got the gospel of Jesus Christ it's the greatest message ever told but the time is now somebody say now now the time is now like Peter says hey in the last day we're living in those last days now you need to be full of the Holy Spirit now not later now it's now it's now don't don't leave something for later that you can do today right it's now we have a friend that always takes forever getting ready anybody anybody have people like that in their life don't put it your wife don't put it your wife it's not cool Right? We have a friend that's, when we show up, he's always like, you're already here? I'll, I'll be down in 10 minutes. That means he's just about to jump in the shower. Some of us are like, you're already here? Yeah, the times are already here. It's not time to play patty cake with the devil. I'm going to say that one more time. It's not time to play patty cake with the devil. It's not time to play games with God. God will not be mocked. It's time to be serious about the gospel that saved us, delivered us, changed us, forgave us, picked us up and graced us and favored us and say, God, the time is now. Can I get an amen? Amen. And he wants to do something with your life now. He doesn't want to do something with your life tomorrow. He wants to do something with your life now. Some of you are like, I'm not ready. I wasn't ready. No, now, now, now. Right? Look what Paul says in Romans chapter 13, verses 11 through 14. Paul says this, and do this understanding the present time you need to have an understanding of where we're at I can't convince you of that you do need to see the the signs yourself understanding the present time the hour has already come for you to wake up from your slumber feeling my spirit today God is saying to some of us wake up wake up wake up don't go sleepwalking through life wake up from your slumber There's a call over your life. There's an anointing over your life. There's a dream. There's a destiny. Wake up from your slumber because our salvation is nearer now than when we first believed. The night is nearly over. The day is almost here. What does he mean? Jesus is almost here. He's coming back for his church. Jesus is coming. Are you ready? Let's be a church that's full of the Holy Spirit now. The time is now. Number two, I want to talk to you really quick about inclusion. Inclusion. The Holy Spirit is not for some people. It's for all people. When Peter stands up and he says, this is what Joel prophesied about, literally what he's saying is now everybody can get the Holy Spirit. It's no longer Old Testament time where only one or two can get it. Now all of us can be full of the Holy Spirit. It's the Spirit of God, God's Spirit filling us on the inside. And you're included in that plan. And what he's doing on earth you're included in that plan and I felt this strongly yesterday I'm gonna say it several times because some people won't won't believe it you're included in God's plan you're included in God's plan you're included in God's you're included in God's plan in spite of our shame our guilt our mess-ups our sins you're included in God's plan 
You have a gift, a calling, an anointing. He saved you. You're a part of this and he wants to fill you with the Holy Spirit. And maybe you're saying, I, I, I want to sit this out. You can't sit this out. You can't. Me and Diana were in Columbia last week and one of those days we decided to go horseback riding. My friends like, you want to go horseback riding? I'm like, yeah, sure. It had been like 10 years since we rode horses and I forgot how scary they were. And uh, they bring the horses and as soon as Diana see the horses, like they were, they were a little agitated too. Diana's like, I'm not riding it. I'm not riding it. I'm going to sit this one out. I'll wait for you guys to come back. And I'm like, okay, babe. You know, I try to act all brave. I was like, up to you. You're going to miss out. I got on the horse. I got on the wildest horse they had. I promise you, after about a minute, I said, I'm off. I'm off. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not riding this thing. The guy's like, are you for real? I said, I'm, you don't know how for real I am. I, I jumped off that horse. Like I jumped. I, the horse didn't even know what happened. I was on, off. I don't know. So one of the guys is like, no, ride, ride this horse. This one's tamer. This one's cool. And I said, oh, I'm going to try one more time. And I get on another horse. And all of a sudden, we start going downhill. We were up on a mountain. Ever ridden a horse in 10 years? You take me up on a mountain. The horse's feet were sliding on the way down. All the horse's feet were sliding. Like, they were ice skating. We passed by this gate that was open. I held on to the gate. The horse kept going, and I'm holding on to the gate. <laughs> and um, I promised, like, 30 seconds later, I said, I'm getting off. I'm getting off. Like, we had already taken off into our expedition, and I'm like, I'm not doing this thing. And I, I, He's like, are you for real? He couldn't believe it again. And I was like, for real, for real. I'm, I jumped off. I jumped off so fast, I fell. I believe I fell. I fell on the mountainside. Embarrassing. Uh, but but I, I'm like, no. Diana was sitting, like, up at the top of the mountain waiting for us, and she sees me walking back. She's like, what happened? I said, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I'm sitting out. And I sat down with her. I think a lot of us, because we see the way the world is going, and we see the, like being Christian, it's not easy. Some of us want to say, I'm out. I'm not going to serve. I'm not going to give. I'm not going to be, like, given my talents, given my giftings. I'm not going to participate. I'm going to sit this one out. Can I tell you? You can't sit this one out. Because times are pressuring us to take a stand. The culture is going to demand a stance from the church. You can't sit this one out. We got to stand up and say, I believe that Jesus Christ is Lord. I believe everything that the word of God says from beginning to end. We got to be people of conviction. We got to be people who stand on God's word. 2021, come on, let's take a stand. I'm not sitting out. I got a responsibility before God and before God. All of us are included in his plan. And you have a gift and you have a calling. Don't sit out. He wants you included in his plan. And number three, I'll finish with this, which is ability. Some of us are like, I, I can't participate. I can't be full of the Holy Spirit because I got so much weaknesses and shame and guilt. And I can't. Here's a beautiful thing. It's not based on your ability. It's God's ability. Peter, Peter was timid. Peter was shy because when they crucified Jesus, he said, I might be next. So he became this like, almost like a coward. If you see at the end of Peter's life or at the end of Jesus' life, Peter cowered. And remember, he backstabbed Jesus. But all of a sudden, when he gets full of the Spirit, he's transformed into a different Peter. Because it's not based on your ability, it's based on his ability. And so there's people in here, you got dreams, desires, visions, callings, anointing over your life, and you haven't stepped out in it yet because you're saying, I don't have the capacity. But it's not based on you, it's based on him. 2021, step out in faith with what he's given you. I'll finish with this last scripture. Romans chapter 15, verse 13 says this. May the God of hope fill you with all what can you say like you got some joy on the inside come on may, may he fill you with some joy. 
Smile at the person next to you and tell them I got joy. <laughs> joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Can I tell you, you were born again not to live in fear, addictions, not to live like a coward. You were born again for this, to dream again, have vision again, prophesy again. I was born for this. Jesus saved me for this. Jesus separated me for this. I'm called. I'm chosen. I'm anointed. I'm going to believe again, no matter what I went through in 2020. Come on, 2021. I'm born for this. He's with me. He's got me. He's never going to let me go. I'm his child. I'm his son. Some of you need to begin to believe. I'm his daughter. He's with me. Come on, anybody believe that? He's called me. He's anointed me. He's got his hand over my life. I will praise him. I don't want nothing else but him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, let's lift up our hands all across this place. We're going to worship God for a few moments. Come on, right now, begin to tell him, I want nothing else but you. Hallelujah. Come on. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. We want nothing else in 2021 but you. We want nothing else in 2021 but your presence. We want nothing else in 2021 but your Holy Spirit. Come on, in your living room, in your house, wherever you're at, lift up your voice and lift up your hands. Come on, let's tell him I want nothing else. I want nothing else but you. Hallelujah. Let's worship him. Come on, somebody begin to lift up your voice and begin to pray. Hallelujah. Come on. Thank you, Jesus. Nothing else, come on, sing that out. Nothing else, oh Lord. Nothing else will do. We cry out to you, oh God. I just want nothing else, nothing else, Lord. Nothing else, oh God. With our hands raised. Nothing else. Tell them nothing else. Nothing else. Come on, let's lift up our voice and really tell them I want you, God. Nothing else will do. I just want you. I just want you. I want nothing else in this world, God. Nothing else. Come on, with hands lifted, eyes closed. Nothing else, oh God. I just want you. I just want you. Nothing else will do. I just want you. I just want you. Nothing else, God. Nothing else, God. We cry out, I just want you. Another relationship won't do it. Nothing else. Another house, another car. Nothing else. Another paycheck. I want you. I want you. Nothing else will do. I want you to start this year. I want you, God. Tell him I'm coming back to you, God. I'm running back to you, God. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. 
people's lives today the presence of the Holy Spirit is here it's ministering to people online as well come on I need dream team pastors praying if you can pray in the Holy Spirit begin to pray in the Holy Spirit come on why don't we lift up a praise and just begin to worship and pray father we thank you we love you come on somebody begin to exalt him come on hallelujah we thank you Jesus 2021 will serve you 2021 will go after you 2021 I'm dreaming again I'm believing again full of vision again hallelujah you're worthy you're worthy come on somebody lift up your praise higher than your problems lift up your worship higher than your worries come on let the world hear it let Satan hear it let all of his demons hear your praise hallelujah he's worthy you're worthy you're worthy I will praise you every single day until the day I have no more breath left until the day I go I'm praising you I'm worshiping you 2021 I'm believing you 2021 I'm staying with you God 2021 I'm dreaming again 2021 I'm sticking with you God hallelujah hallelujah thank you Jesus there's people in here today you need freedom you need freedom from an addiction from a bondage I don't know what it is there's people in here today you've been struggling with something I don't know what it is an addiction a habit you keep falling into the same routine today God wants to break the chains off the off your life in Jesus name I'm praying for freedom today with every eye closed every head bowed maybe I don't know what it is I don't know what it is maybe it's alcohol maybe it's pornography maybe it's a certain drug you keep falling back into it can I tell you when you're full of the Holy Spirit you won't need anything else today he wants to fill you with his presence with his spirit he'll fill the void he'll come and heal you hallelujah today you've been struggling you've been struggling you've been struggling you have that number that you keep calling you have that thing in your pocket that you do you can't let go of in Jesus name there's freedom in the house today in Jesus name there's freedom come on I need pastors praying I need dream team praying come on let's lift up our voice if that's you with every eye closed with every head bowed whether you're here or online you say today I want freedom 
Today I want freedom. I'm done with this bondage, this addiction. Lift up your hands. Throw it up. I want to pray for you. I want to pray for you. If that's you, lift it up. Father, you see every hand lifted. You see every hand lifted. Holy Spirit, I thank you that there's freedom in you. Holy Spirit, I know that you're here. I pray that right now you begin to move through every aisle. I pray that right now you begin to minister to people right now in the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, I pray that you fall over them in Jesus' mighty name. Bondages, bondages of addiction, bondages of pornography, of drugs, of cigarettes, of alcohol, of relationship, of codependency. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray that you heal hearts. I pray that you heal minds. I pray that you heal souls. Holy Spirit, begin to move in this place right now in the name of Jesus. Be free. Come on, lift up your hands and receive the freedom of the Holy Spirit. If you're watching online, let him feel you right there in your living room, your bedroom. He wants to feel you and set you free. Hallelujah. Be free. Be free. Be free in the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, break every bondage, every spirit of fear, every spirit of addiction, every spirit of bondage. In the mighty name of Jesus, be free. Hallelujah. He didn't die so that you can live like a slave. His blood was shed so that you and I can be free. Hallelujah. You're a child of God. Be free today. You're not a slave to any sin. We've all been there. We've all walked through that. Today, there's freedom for all of us in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Whatever your eye close, if today you're, you're sick in your body, if, if today you're going through something, maybe it's mentally, emotionally, you're watching online you're saying I need healing today lift up your hands I want to pray for you pastors if you want to begin to walk around and maybe lay hands on somebody close your eyes and I believe the Holy Spirit is here to heal father in Jesus mighty name I pray for each and every person physically and online that may be going through some kind of physical illness in their body backaches migraines high blood pressure cancer asthma in Jesus mighty name COVID be healed in the mighty name of Jesus I pray for healing today Holy Spirit when you fall I believe you heal I believe you set people free fill people today God set them free set them free God heal them today God God I pray for Lauren in the hospital right now God I pray that you heal her completely yes, from the top Jesus. of her head to the yes, soles God. of her feet Lauren be healed in the mighty name of Jesus healing is yours freedom is yours in Jesus mighty name I pray for any person dealing with COVID cancer asthma diabetes father begin to heal back aches neck aches in Jesus mighty name bad knees arthritis be healed in the name of Jesus thank you Holy Spirit thank you father that you are our healer you are our healer be healed today be healed be healed in the name of Jesus be healed in the name of Jesus be healed in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Be healed. Come on, there's freedom in his name. There's healing in his name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I just want nothing else. Tell him nothing else. Nothing else, my God. Nothing else. Nothing else will do. I just want you. Nothing else more of you, God. Nothing else will satisfy. Nothing else will do. I just want you. Nothing else. Nothing else, Lord. Nothing else will do. I just, I just want you. 
thank you. Come on, I was born for this. Born to dream again, believe again, have vision again, move in faith again. I was born for this, born for this. I was born for this. With every eye closed and every head bowed, we're leaving in just a minute. If you're here today and you don't have a relationship with God, maybe you're watching online and you're saying, I'm separated from God. There's no way that this God can love me. Alex, you don't know what I've done, where I've been. I don't, but God does and he still loves you. Today, I want to tell you, he loves you. He loves you. He loves you. More than you can imagine, God is madly, deeply in love with you. He loves you so much. He's allowing you to hear this right now. It's not a coincidence. It's not by chance. It's not random. God is doing this because he wants to remind you, I love you. And so today, whether you're here physically or online, he loves you. He has a plan and a purpose, a beautiful plan for your life. The Bible says that all of us are sinners. I'm a sinner. You're a sinner. We've all sinned, fallen from God's plan, purposes, and will for our life. Every single one of us, we've done stuff probably that nobody can imagine. But thank God for his grace and thank God for his love. The Bible says he loved us so much. He said this son, Jesus, Jesus came and he grabbed my sin and your sin. The Bible says he carried our sins on his shoulders, went up on a cross, and he died for all of humanity. He died for me and he died for you. He died for every single one of us in here with eyes closed and head bowed. As pastors are praying, dream teams praying. Jesus died for you there on a cross at Calvary. They put him in a grave after three days. He resurrected. He's alive. He overcame sin and death so that you and I wouldn't be slaves to it. Jesus, he's alive and he's offering forgiveness today, love again, grace again. Today you can have a brand new life, a brand new beginning, a brand new start. If you just receive Jesus as Lord and Savior, the Bible says, how, do I, how am I saved? The Bible says, if you believe in your heart and confess with your mouth, with every eye closed and every head bowed. If today you're in here and you're saying, Alex, I need Jesus. Alex, I need a brand new beginning. I'm running back to God, going back to my first love. Alex, I need forgiveness. I need a brand new beginning. If that's you, I'm going to count to three. I want you to raise your hand right there where you're at. I'm not going to embarrass you. I'm not going to call you out. Just raise your hand so I can see who I'm praying for. Then you can put it right back down. If you're online, you can raise your hand right there. God sees you. One two three raise your hand if you're saying pray for me pray for me i see you 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 god bless you god bless you god bless you god bless you amazing if you're making that decision online throw your hand up saying i'm back i'm in i need them but every eye closed and every head bowed say this prayer with me out loud you believe it in your heart now you're going to confess with your mouth that jesus is lord come on repeat this prayer after me it's a simple prayer you can talk to god anywhere any place anytime However you want, but this first one, I'm going to make it easy for you. Repeat after me. Say, Father. Father. Come on, all of us together as one big family. Let's, let's pray with them. Say, Father. Father. Thank you thank for today. For today. Thank you thank for, this opportunity. for this opportunity. I admit. I that, I'm that I'm a sinner and that my sin, that my sin separates me separates from you. From Jesus, Jesus, I believe, I believe you're, the son of God, you're the Son of God that you died for my sins, died for my sins. and on the third day, the third you, day resurrected. you resurrected. Come into my life. Come into my life. Be, my Lord, be my Lord and be my Savior. Be my savior. I'm, healed, I'm healed, I'm saved, I'm saved and I'm forgiven. I'm forgiven. In Jesus' name, Jesus name. Amen. 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 Thank you, Yoli. Hey, so many hands went up. We love you, and I'm, I'm believing people online made the decision as well. You can send a text. Send the word DECIDED to 33222, 
because we want to get this free Bible in your hands. In fact, if you're here physically right outside, there's uh, some black tents out there in the grass area, turf area. Uh, some people would love to high five you and give you a free Bible. This, I know you probably have a Bible at home. It's not as cool as this one. This one has a lot of notes to help you understand God's plan for your life. Just pick one up. It, no strings attached. We love you. We just want to help you on this journey. If you're online, text us because we'll mail it out to you. We love you. We want to make sure you're resourced on this brand new journey between you and God. Come on, one more time. Give him a big, big hand. Amazing. Hey. Hey, today, today's day seven, and we're praying for spiritual formation and discipleship. It's really what this series is also about. We want you to have an independent relationship with God and for us to be really disciples. One of those things I really believe includes prayer. Why don't you come on out Wednesday night, join us here for a prayer night. We're going to be here, whether you want to join online or physically, but let's pray together. As we start 2021, we're doing three Wednesdays of prayer. We had a beautiful time this past Wednesday. We have another one this Wednesday coming up in the next one, and join us in the fast. Come on, let's go after God. We're giving up something good to go after the great. Amen? Come on, why don't we leave out of here worshiping, believing that he's filling us as we say we want nothing else. Let's lift up our hands. Jesus, we love you. We thank you for your goodness and your grace. As this year begins, we're saying we want nothing else but you. Help us to be full of your spirit as we go after you. We love you and we thank you. Come on, let's tell them nothing else.